Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel one individual minute at a time. My name's Nathan, and you can find me on those internet social medias if you want to. You don't have to. Uh, my name's No Clutch Nate, as well as my Instagram page, Clutch Figures. And um, that's, uh, that's, I think that's it. And my name's Mark. You can follow me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And we have a special guest. Hey, you did it this time. Hey, I'm Mike. Uh, you can follow me on social media at Mike the Impaler or Cygnus Impaler on uh, Twitter. And my podcast, Dynamics, and... Most importantly... Tarantino Minute. hey with, with Nate. hey Tell hey. us a little bit about this Tarantino Minute. We go minute through minute through all of Tarantino's movies, starting with Reservoir Dogs and working our way up to Hateful Eight. We're still on Reservoir Dogs. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. And today on Man of Steel... Best director of all time. What? Eat my ass. Oh, Zack Snyder? Aww. Is not the best director of all time. <laughs> Who is the best director of all time? Quentin Tarantino. You said it. There you go. I don't, <laughs> right behind the Not agreeing, but, uh, but that's his opinion. Very much agreeing is what you wanted to say. No, I think he's a phenomenal director. I, Who's no, the best director I don't in your think opinion? anyone can argue that. Who do I think is the best director? Mm-hmm. That's hard to say. I think I as a know. kid, I was always like real big on Steven Spielberg. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, he's up there. I was a kid. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, like I'm on definitely. the I'm on the Tarantino Def- train. He definitely. is the best dialogist. He writes the best. He has he yeah. has the best scripts and the best dialogue out of any anything. But we're talking about best director. Best director. Honestly, his, his camera that. angles as well and his long shots. Holy like shit, David. Finch? Martin Scorsese? No. You know, I was about to watch Gangs of New York for the first time the other night, but didn't do it. First time? I never watched it. Oof. Too long. I was going to say Ridley Oof. Scott is up there, but maybe not. He's good. Great stories. Good storytelling. Good storytelling. David Finch, the one we were talking about the other day? Yep. His first is. film is Alien 3, yeah. but then the rest of his films are like, holy shit, they're great. I mean, you can always argue Stanley Kubrick is one of the one of the greats because of his pioneering. You know who my, because of his, you know who his my moon favorite, landing. My favorite rookie director right now is definitely... Gareth Edwards? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, without oh, a doubt. Yeah. Like, right now? Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. One of my favorite rookie rookie directors is uh, Zack Snyder. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> You'll take it. <laughs> and today on Man of Steel, we're I'm doing talking it. about... We're mid- talking about... Minute let Mike do it. Mike, you want to do it? Minute 69 of Man of Steel it starts with Clark talking to a dude and ends with Clark talking to a dude. What does it actually start with? <laughs> so, hi, my name is Mike and I'm a child and I think that this minute number is quite hilarious. I don't know what that means. Um, I think this minute starts out with... Uh, Clark think- Kent talking to a... Uh, it shows the bent fence pole. Yeah. And then it ends with um he's sitting now he's sitting in a pew in the, the Father with, with Father Leon. Not Mama Leon. <laughs> Not Papa Leon. <laughs> so Father Leon. Uh yeah, so he's uh yeah, so we're continuing from where we left off yesterday where Pete Ross is helping Clark back up from the fight with the bullies or lack of fight. Which is really showing his restraint in Altercation. Here. Yeah, we said altercation. I was trying to think of we a new We said word. it? We didn't say that. I said, I said it. it. I when did you say it. it? I said it after you said what the minute ends <laughs> with. said it after you said it. <laughs> so um, it shows his a, restraint, um, you know, restraint? which is more important. Um, you know, because he, you know, after he... He should have crushed that pole, though. It shouldn't have just been like a little bent, because I can bend a pole like that. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but he should have crushed it. He should have had like, like just like, 
comically crushed, you know? No, because then it would look really goofy. Like when Popeye crushes a can of spinach to when eat it. When he crushes a can of yingling. <laughs> he kills yinglings. <laughs> he kills yinglings. He slaughters yinglings. I'm sorry. Um, it should have been crushed, though. It should have just been a little bent. He's yeah. fucking Superman against the steel pole. Man I just, that just goes back to me saying his powers aren't fully developed. Right I understand now. that, but I think but he would have been, been able to. But press it's like, the ball. Is, just because like he's that strong doesn't mean like every time he does something, it needs to be like zero to no, 100. It should be, a, it should be 100% every time. No, because that sounds goofy. Or it looks goofy, too. Like, you know, a goofy movie. Like, he should just like. It's everybody's just <laughs> power line. So. It's like, yeah, it's power line. So like he should just he doesn't have to always use his strength it's like at one hundred percent. That's just that doesn't make any sense. I watched that movie a lot when I was a kid. Goofy had a sexual somebody that Goofy Junior. <laughs> Who do you think it was? Next. <laughs> his name is not Goofy Junior. <laughs> his name is Max and he's a person. Max. <laughs> <laughs> Max's mom. Exactly. Does anybody ever touch I on think that? He di- she I went think out, she died. She wanted to get cigarettes six years ago. And like came back. I think. She, <laughs> I think she died. Like Chucky's it. mom. That was a sad from scene. The movie Rugrat. Chucky? No, from no. Rugrat. Oh. Rugrats. Oh man, I cried. Chucky's mom died. Yeah. yeah. In the plane crash. She had like, like leukemia. I think she had leukemia. Yeah. Ooh, that's rough. Yeah. I don't know how Goofy's wife died. <laughs> I don't know how Max <laughs> was born. We're not talking she about Goofy Minute. This is not that. The Goofy Minute. That's goofy what that Movie pod- Minute is what I want to... That's my next podcast. Um, it shows a restraint here of Clark's, uh, you know, him holding back. He's not giving into the fight, even though he really wants to. And, you know, Jonathan Kent talks to him. He's like, um, are you okay? And he's like, or do they hurt you? And he's like, you know, they can't hurt me, which, of course, you know. But, you know, we really get to see, that, like, this kid is really good at um, giving us kind of, like, the pathos of, like, this scene because, like, this kid really was bullied and it's like for those who have uh, those of us who have been bullied like you know you wish you could have done something and like it kills you inside that you that you you know didn't do anything or you couldn't do anything um and you know i feel you know kind of bad for this kid because i want him to do it but you know so did jonathan kent in this scene you know it's like part of me wanted to like see you hurt this kid but like what would that have done you know and and you know it's just small town smallville if you will like small town thinking is like you know you get bullied by this one kid you know of course your dad's gonna want to see you beat the shit out of him because you know you're his boy yeah yeah because then you're gonna be ridiculed for the rest of your life for not beating the shit out of conduit yeah, yeah that's just yeah. what I look at it it's true my dad <clears throat> left my family because I didn't beat up some kid oh god <laughs> like uh, so. <laughs> Like Jesus okay. Christ! So, welcome back to Divorce Minute. Oh my God! I'm your host. I'm your, we're, we're, we're your hosts, host, Nathan host. and Mike. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk about. That. <laughs> um, I did. I this is. I said it. I think last minute, but this is my favorite Jonathan Kent flashback scene. Um, you really get the father figure feel from this scene. He's. I mean, it's like, it's all like he's teaching him. He's teaching him how to be a good person. He's like he, the best dad. That's what I'm we'll saying. See, we'll I see wish my dad was Kevin Costner. I wish my dad was Kevin Costner. Well, see, a lot of people don't like this movie. Kevin Costner from Waterworld, though. Oof. A lot of people don't like this movie because of the way this guy 
has his like the way he's written, the way he gives really? certain advice. Yeah. They don't like it because like they think that's that the reason why I do like this movie. He casts like a, to those people. They ca- like he gives Superman doubt, where Superman should always be like, oh, I should do, always do the right thing, like no matter what. Like I should just do it. Like I shouldn't think about things. I should just do it. But like this, Jonathan Kent shows you that there are consequences to everything you do. And people don't like that. People think that Superman should always be able to do the right thing without consequences. And it's like, here's a father that's telling you that the choices you make could either be for the better or for the worse. And you always have to be careful about what you do. So that's why we went back to like the Superman represents choice and chance because it's like that's the beauty of the world is that you have those freedoms. But sometimes that doesn't always lead to the perfect thing. And because Superman is not perfect, he's just a good person all the time. That's why we get this kind of Jonathan Kent and we get this kind of Superman. And, like, no matter what, like, I don't think you can get mad at Jonathan Kent in this scene. I know people drop, like, a lot of things that he does in the film that's like, yo, like, he shouldn't have said that or he shouldn't have done this or, like, he should have made Superman do this, that, or the other. And it's like, this is perfect Jonathan Kent advice to Clark Kent. Like, like, the whole fact that someone is bullying you and you don't fight against it. This is how you teach a kid. This is how you teach a kid. Yeah. And it's like, I think everything. Well, see, then we get back into some things that are questionable, but it's like, this guy is just trying to tell you that the choices you make have consequences and there's nothing wrong with teaching a kid that, you know, I think that's so important instead of just being like fighting. Isn't always the answer Kick his ass. or just, <laughs> just doing just maybe sometimes, don't not doing anything is the answer, which not doing anything is the loudest answer you can give somebody. Some, you know, because not doing something is also an action. That's oh, sorry. There's no manners here. That's what might. That's a good podcast name. Not doing anything is no the no manners thing. here. No manners here. I don't know. Scratch. Yeah, if we if we had a manner. There's no manners here. <laughs> sorry, no manners for sale. It's true. Um, um, no, you're right. Like this is like it's just exceptional parenting, in my opinion. And um, maybe it is because of lack of a father figure coming. And I'm I, honestly, it on that's screen. what I see. Yeah, is the lack of a father. Like I have lack of a father figure as well. It's yeah, like, that's why. That's it's why like, I damn, think the best part of this movie good. is is Russell Crowe, and it is you know what's his name Kevin Costner. Oh, let's say Kurt Russell. <laughs> It is because of them, though. Like that, they are the best part of this movie. Like, yeah, I understand it's a movie about Superman, it's but it's a really movie about 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 his upbringing and how much restraint he has. Like, even the end where can I? Are you, are you guys talking about the end or the movie? Yeah, you, whatever. Where he snaps his neck, like he, he feels. <laughs> pain. I was gonna say no, no, uh, whatever. When he when he does what he does, he feels pain because he was raised not to do that, and like. It's because of his teachings, like of his both his fathers, like told him, like that's not what we're here to do. We're here to protect and to serve and to save and to have peace. Yeah, it's not to do what you're doing. Exactly. It's crazy that your first week with us was about Jor El, and it's his final minutes, and these are probably the last time we'll see Jonathan Kent. And Mm -hmm. so you got both fathers in two weeks. You know, one week. Yeah, and losing Jor-El, both too. And one just week, like Jonathan Kent. <laughs> I was oh gonna say, like, this is this is probably like I'm waiting for the emotional aspect to come out of these. Like, right so now, like, I saw a look on your face. Like, do you watch Man uh, of Steel to get your father 
intuition? No, because you had two amazing women. Two amazing women. <laughs> Your daddy fix. Your daddy fix. Yeah. That's a good podcast. Welcome to Daddy Fix. Daddy Fix? <laughs> People will think we're in a totally different market. <laughs> what market? Uh, it's uh Daddy Daddy Butter Market. Daddy the Daddy Butter Market. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have to cut that out or not. Um so yeah, so this is such a good minute for Jonathan Kent, and it's probably the best. Um, what is Kevin Costner doing these days? I don't. Why'd you look at both look at me like I'm supposed to know? <laughs> yeah, did. he lives down the street from me, guys. <laughs> we did. We hang out. He, like he would be a guy who lives in Florida. No yeah, joke. He's a Kevin. He's a Florida dude. He's he, a Kevin Costner kind of guy. He's a. So is Billy Bob Thornton. That's a Florida guy. Like, what is your opinion of Florida? Like, they listen to Jimmy Buffett. They. They are Jimmy Buffett. They are Jimmy Buffett. Their skin is leather, like mm. around their neck. Mm. I hope to be that when I'm Ew, at their what like Captain Quint. Like Captain Quint. Like I hope to be. I've said it, man. I want to be like that, like leather. When I'm that's in, disgusting. Like no, later on in life. That's in what my, I said. I want to be Captain Quint when I get like fifty years old. Yeah, I want to be that's like gross. the open floral shirt. I'm sanding down a surfboard in my front yard, and I'm just like but you leathery. Live in, like, Michigan, and I live in Michigan. Hell, Michigan. Lizards. Lake Michigan. Wait. Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> from the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> that was Dave Chappelle yeah. doing Prince from Purple Rain. But in Purple Rain, okay. she does jump in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. So I, yeah. I so I will die for you. Welcome back to Prince Minute. We're going to get Nate on Jaws Minute. When it happens, oh, that's my that's my wheelhouse. Why would I be on Jaws? Oh, because we can talk wheel. about Captain Quint. I don't. You know, Captain Quint was actually the the actor is uh, in James Bond from Russia with Love. He is the villain from from Russia with Love. The Russian guy, the blonde Russian. That's Captain Quint. That's a good James Bond movie. From Russia with Love. Oh, phenomenal yeah. James Bond movie. Yeah, great soundtrack too. Oh, Tony, yeah. the game was really good. Hmm. You're a game. I wish. So, <laughs> yeah, I think the restraint or like the lesson of restraint in this minute is fan fucking tastic. Um, and I think that's really all you get in this scene is just that kind of resolution and, and the, the moral of the story, basically. But it's, it's very important that you get it. Jonathan Kent says he, you know, continue with what he's the lessons that he's giving Clark in this minute. He says you have to decide what kind of person you want to be. Um, because uh, whatever that character might be, good or bad, he's going to change the world, um, which is really important because, again, going back to what we said yesterday, the bad character would take away your freedom of choice and chance and be your kind of Injustice Superman where it's like, I'm going to impose a peaceful nation by taking away everyone's freedom. Yes. A good Superman... There's still going to be conflict in the world, but at least people have the freedom to choose whether or not to do it. And that is the beauty of nature. So I will leave that at that. Um, And then we go back to the church scene, right? Or is there anything that you guys wanted to add? Mm. I just wanted to add that choice and chance are the theme of this movie and not hope as we all thought it was. Jonathan, my, this version of Jonathan Kent, I like, I adore, I like him a lot. I don't care what if people hate him or not. Yeah, to some people, it's I, like I, when I was reading comic books. Like yeah, to yeah. some people, he's like the worst because like people think that the parents of you know mom pa Kent should be like always written like the perfect advice. Like there's never a flaw in there. Like they have the perfect family. And That's not like they give though. you the like they give 
Clark like the perfect advice all the time and like Clark, tell him, you shouldn't kill that boy. Yeah, like oh you should save those people. Oh, but you should like you should always do the right thing. Like you should always be everywhere at the same time, like using your powers to the full extent to help people. Sometimes it sounds good on paper, but like in practice and in a real life situation, sometimes maybe you need to take a step back and think about what you're gonna do and think about whether you should do some things. It's like going back to that phrase of like if like so worried about like if you can do something that so many people are like oh well he can do it so he should always be doing it i was like should he like just because you can doesn't mean you should you know yeah true so it's very important that that comes into question questioning things is not bad in fact it's probably the best thing you could do is always question everything you know it's super important always question why reevaluate things a lot of times people evaluate things once in their life and then it becomes like a stone fact in their mind and it becomes like hard programmed. Sometimes you have to reevaluate some things. You have to take steps backwards, you know? Damn, are you going to be like a guidance counselor or something? I'm going to be a gyne- gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you got to do with that vagina. Can you imagine giving that a same speech? What are you got legs on stirrups in front of you? And you're that serious? Sometimes. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to take a chance. You just got to, you know, your choice. You chose to be here. You chose to choose me as your gynecologist. I'm not always right, but you always got to question it. Am I the right gynecologist? <laughs> I'm not even registered. <laughs> oh, I don't even work here. I'm not actually a gynecologist. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no. That's funny. You're right, though. You're right. Question everything. It's human nature. And Don't that's just ex- not bad. Yeah. To have doubt is to not is not keep flaw. Keep your expectations low, and you'll f- you know fly through life. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm saying. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. Uh, <clears throat> I'm saying process, not the product. Remember, always remember that. Process, not the product. Yeah. Process, product. What happens when the product is processed? Like cheese. Some things are never finished. I didn't even think about that. It's cheese, cheese is finished. You eat cheese. No, it's not. What are you, you talking about? You make cheese and then you can age it. But for how long are you going to age it? That's still the process. I think it's moldy. Then you're going to eat moldy cheese? Blue cheese. Ugh. Swiss cheese. That's different. No, it all it all is a process. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that relates back to Superman, but it's all but a like, process. Well, I'm saying because like, sometimes you need to take steps backwards. Like sometimes... To reevaluate to see it from the outside. Is he a third, third party's perspective? Like some things aren't... like. Just because it, something works one time doesn't mean it's always going to work out the same way. Yeah. So, like, sometimes you might... Um, look at, look at uh, Superman Returns. It was, like, the same formula as Superman 1 through 3. Mm-hmm. And yet good. it wasn't... I mean, people loved it because it was Superman, and it was a new movie, and it was a blockbuster. Yeah, great, now. But then you go rewatch it, it's like, that movie wasn't... Speaking good. from me, that movie wasn't that good. The only saving grace was Kevin Spacey. And then at the end... It went right to the ground. So, everything is uh, everything is continually continuously being worked on, and I think uh, except for nacho cheese. Nacho yeah, cheese no, I think we we can all agree that nacho cheese once you once you melt it and it's done, and you can because you could have it like at a dispenser, like a Seven Eleven, you know, put it on your hot dog, nachos, whatever, nacho or hot dog. No, see that's fondue. And fondue could be anything, so like you can always work on fondue if you want, because you can mix the cheese in it. But nacho cheese is always going to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Even the consistency of nacho cheese is consistent. So nacho cheese, let's just put that in the book that is done. 
<laughs> you good? Yeah. We're good. We're Mark's okay. so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to imprint real life lessons that you can apply. We get it. We get yeah, it. We I'm get it. Kidding. I'm joking. Yeah, Mountain Dew can never be changed. Perfect. Mm, it should be changed. What? Okay, we're not getting into it. <laughs> yeah, do you guys have anything else for this minute? Yeah, if I drink too many Mountain Dews, it really hurts my heart. Oh my god, like it hurts! Like it's did sugar. You agree? Yeah, when I used like, to drink ooh. soda, and I because at Scott's house, there's always a lot of Mountain Dew there. Oh. I would drink like fucking four or five oh of them. Oh my god! And my heart would having a heart attack. It would literally like it would just hurt. It wouldn't be like a like a heartburn. It'd be more of like a ow. Yeah, like this it's is like, pain. It's like what's happening to my body right now? It's like acid. Yeah. It's like when Goku had the heart disease. Yeah, just just like it. When <laughs> <laughs> did Goku have a heart disease? He died from it. That's why he got the heart vaccine from Trunks. Didn't he come back as Goku though? Yeah, Trunks came back as Goku. <laughs> <laughs> what saga was that? It was how they explained that It was a heart disease saga. So they had the super they had the Android movie with Trunks, you know the the movie with the Android seventeen and eighteen, yes, which is like the that best. Spawned that's the, the best Dragon Ball Z film ever. Yeah, okay, so there was the movie, but then they there explained, was the whole saga that had the Android saga well, with Doctor that They explained that in the future, those androids were released, and Goku was not there to save the world because he died from a heart-like disease. And so what they, they drank did, too much Mountain Dew. So him, Trunks, and Gohan formulated a cure. And this is not going on. Dr. The, Pepper. The, this is not going in the final recording. I probably have to cut all this out. <laughs> but he, okay, so he gives him the heart vaccine in the past when he fights Metal Frieza and was like, yo, you die in the future, so I got to give you this. That's a whole reason. Oh, you yeah. Back in the past. Like, okay. How it do was, you forget this? It Don't was you guys after like that stupid show. Never watched Dragon Ball in my life. Okay, well, Dragon Ball is the best version of that. So, Dragon Ball is the best. I get it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. All right, cool. Do you guys have anything else for this minute? Nope. Do uh, you remember that one time when Goku had a spirit bomb? <laughs> That's all I got. I'm done. I'm Goku had a heart disease. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this <laughs> minute. <laughs> if you love what you hear, don't forget to leave us a great review on iTunes. We will read them out because we love reading those and we love reading them on the air. Um, Do you ever read like viewer, not viewer, I guess listener comments and shit? Like from Reddit or from the website? or No, because we actually talk to them. and we try. Oh, to so you don't want to give them a shout on the air? I can give See. a lot of people a shout out, but like, I'm just saying like, we want to talk to them. So if you guys want to talk about Man of Steel, we have a DC cinematic listener, how do you say it? DC cinematic listener society Listeners. on Facebook that you guys can join and talk about Man of Steel and talk about any questions or comments you have about you the film. Whatever you want there. If you want to, if you want to get advice from me, I'm part of the listener society. Yeah, you are. Nate is too. If you want to just, you know, hear my input about what you're doing wrong with your life, I'll tell you what you're doing wrong with your life. If you want to get not enough one piece. If you want to please send us what was it? 5 star 3 recipe what was it? 3 3 star three, reviews, 3 star 5 star recipes. Th- yeah. All, all right. the food, all your food ideas. I don't ideas. want 3 star reviews, please. All yeah. your food ideas, just send them over. <laughs> Because I'm a hungry boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have a DC Cinematic Minute. Jeez, you're a clown. DC, DC Cinematic, cinematic Listener Society. He's not even a part of the show and he's saying <laughs> DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And I'm the producer of this shit. That's true. And uh, yeah, we would love to hear more from you guys. And we love all the feedback that we can get. Uh, if you're interested in some other podcasts that we do produce, co-host, 
uh, this, that, and the other. We have Honey Hole My Beer, which is a hilarious free range podcast where two gals share craft beers and some of the oddest stories I've ever heard. And uh, Nate, do you have any podcasts that we do that you want to talk about? Uh, Tarantino Minute. That's a, that's a new one that's coming at you real fast. And, and um, you know, Mike's on it. Hey. So uh, <clears throat> I'm going to clear my throat here. Uh, clear my throat minute. Is another one that we're gonna do. That's not a thing. Let that's me nice. clear my throat. Oh, DJ Cool, that'd be <laughs> a good one. Okay, DJ Cool minute. Mike, any podcast you want to recommend to the audience? Uh, there's one called Star Dynamics. Can you explain it, Nate? Uh, I no. think he didn't want to explain that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was getting nervous about. It's the ultimate Rush Encyclopedia Companion of all things Rush. We talk about Rush every episode. There's a Rush album. It's great. Listen to it. A lot of dick jokes. If you like the internet, you're gonna love my podcast. How many Rush albums are there? Uh, 22. 20. So is there 22 episodes of your podcast? No, there's only 20. Where are the... Uh, Wait, there's so 21. I'm sorry. 21 Rush studio albums. Mm-hmm. And we only did 20 episodes because we didn't do Feedback, which is a cover album. I actually learned a lot about Rush and I kind of enjoyed the podcast. I thought you guys did way more episodes than 20. No, I thought so too. Wow, way to... No, I honestly... Way to not follow it? Hey, thanks. Whatever. <laughs> No, you don't fucking listen to episodes either, Mark. Don't act like I you do. I do. Sometimes. I listen to almost all of them. I stopped after Power Presto? Windows. Presto? Power Rangers. Power Windows. I got to say, one of my favorite ones is, was it Power Windows or was it Moving Pictures? Moving Pictures is their like, uh, greatest hits album. To Whichever be. one that you guys are talking about, like, oh, I won't go into it. But it was great. I liked it. I learned a lot, actually. If you like Rush or if you don't know anything about Rush, honestly... If you don't know anything I about don't Rush, I don't like Rush, and I thought the podcast was great. See, like I listen to a podcast about you too. Don't like you too. Love the podcast. So even if you don't mean? like Rush, listen to our podcast. You like us talking about Man of Steel, but you don't like hanging out with us. You two, the band. Yeah. Oh, you're talking you talking about you listen to a podcast about, about you two, the band. You talking you two to me. Whatever. That is not a podcast. Yes, it, it is. It's is. hilarious. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. All right. I'm done. <laughs> Minute 69, done? baby. Check <laughs> us out, and then we'll check you guys tomorrow here then on... Then I'll check you out. Yeah, you forgot that part, Mark. What? You're just checking other people out. Don't forget to check other people out. <laughs> <laughs> look him on the street. Yo, look at that girl's booty. <laughs> and then we'll check you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute. Why are you saying stuff like that? <laughs>